This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, March 6, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. There are many things we can blame the president for, but our recently high gas prices isn't one of them. Peter Van Doren is editor of Regulation Magazine and a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. He offers his thoughts. Intuitively, we all know that the president is blamed for all things that are bad, and the president takes credit, credit for, for all things that are good. All things that are good. Right. In the case of gas prices, prices people pay at the pump, how much evidence uh, is there that Barack Obama, this president, is responsible for that outcome? My sense is that this is wrapped up with the Keystone pipeline decision. That was the immediate. Um, I mean, f- for bad luck from the president's point of view, the Keystone Pipeline decision happens to coincide with a two-month run-up in the price of gasoline. And the Republicans have charged that um, one is related to the other. In effect, if the president had approved the Keystone Pipeline decision, um, then things wouldn't be bad. They're out in the pump. Well, they're, I mean, it's, if you think through it, right, the Keystone Pipeline isn't critical yet for restricting Canadian imports into the United States. And those um, Canadian imports aren't even the uh, determinant of U.S. gasoline prices because they're not the highest cost source of gasoline that we use. I mean, what's the, the hardest thing to get across to the public is that Discussions about lower cost sources of anything in commodity markets are irrelevant to market prices as long as you need anything other than zero of the highest cost thing that you're currently using. So for the past decade, we have been importing gasoline from Europe into the United States. The reasons for this lie in the European differential taxation of gasoline and diesel. Gasoline is very heavily taxed in Europe and diesel is very lightly taxed in Europe. And thus, because of the laws of fixed proportions in the way crude is refined, when Europe makes most of its diesel, it gets gasoline as an inevitable byproduct, but it doesn't have much use for it in Europe. And in fact, it maximizes its interests, its returns, its profits by exporting that gasoline to the United States because our use of diesel relative to gasoline is basically completely opposite theirs, although our diesel is growing. And so gains to trade, economics 101, gasoline comes from Europe to the United States. And because of transportation costs and the nature of world market pricing, that gasoline is more expensive than um, it would be if made with Uh, lower-priced U.S. crude that was more proximate to market. But we don't have enough of that, even with Canadian imports, even with a fully in-place Keystone pipeline years from now. The the marginal source of gasoline in the U.S. market will still be something other than that, and it will be more expensive. And the price of U.S. crude and the price of Canadian crude will be irrelevant for the determination of gasoline prices in the United States because it's not the most expensive source of supply that we need to clear the market. Just to reiterate what you're saying, the Economics 101 point, the relevant uh, barrel of oil or gallon of gasoline that we're talking about is the last one that the market purchases to put uh, for sale on the market 
That is what sets the price, not these sources of cheaper, even relatively more plentiful uh, oil. The, the, the relevant price is the one we pay on that last, the last little bit just to get the market to clear. Correct. And so where do the domestic interests come into play here in the discussion? And the answer is because the market price for gasoline is set by some higher cost source somewhere else, if you make domestic um, if, if you own domestic product and the market price is set by some higher cost source, you make money when you sell. And that's what actually the Keystone Pipeline discussion is about, which is you get rents, you get economic rents if you have lower cost sources of stuff, but the market price for your product is set by something else. And I too like to make money based on that sort of thing. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. There's certainly in, in my discussions, I'm never opposed to that. But the, the intensity of the discussion comes about uh, because of the immense amount of money they will make um, because the, the marginal source of gasoline in the United States is not them. And, and in fact, ironically, if we were energy independent, whatever that means, and we could have another discussion about that. But if, in fact, let's just let's just say that it's uh, a non-truth uh, that is perpetrated by people of uh, both political parties that uh, it's it's a pipe dream. So, if something called low-cost sources of petroleum were the marginal source of of inputs into refineries for making gasoline, and we didn't need higher-cost sources then in fact the intensity of domestic interest in all this by producers would go down. Right. They, they would make less money. And speaking of uh, interest of American producers, uh, American domestic oil production is up recently. I mean, what's interesting is um, both crude production is up a bit, but crude production plus the so-called uh, natural gas plant liquids, which are butane and propane, right? The kind of almost gas, just slightly liquid, um, lighter hydrocarbons uh, in the total petroleum stream. That production since 2007 is up by over 2 million barrels a day. And what's interesting is everyone thinks under Obama, production's gone down. But in fact, it's risen quite dramatically. And, and production hasn't risen this dramatically within the United States since the Johnson administration. And yet no one in the media is describing it because it doesn't fit the narrative of either party, right? The Republicans want everyone to think that only, other, uh, only under them do fossil fuels do well. And, and the Democrats want alternatives to do well under them. And so if under Obama, alternatives aren't doing well, i.e. Solyndra, but conventional, dirty old Republican fossil fuels are doing well, Democrats are not going to be the first to tell you that because that alienates their base. And so ironically, because so much policy discussion in the United States isn't driven by facts or academics or analysis, but instead it's driven by the needs of either party and their narratives, the untold story of increased petroleum production under the Obama, Obama administration is actually not even being discussed as we speak. Peter Van Doren is editor of Regulation Magazine and a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.